Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the first movie in the premonition-based supernatural horror series, Final Destination. Let's get spooky. Shall I kick us off with a summary? You shall. (laughs) Okay, um, Alex is preparing to go to Paris on a class trip when he has a premonition that the plane he and his 40 classmates are on will explode. His vision begins to come true, and he only escapes the exploding plane because he's kicked off when a fight breaks out between him and a rival classmate named Carter. Alex's friend Todd and Carter's girlfriend Terry are also kicked off the plane, ultimately being saved from the crash, along with Miss Luton, a student named Billy, and Alex's eventual love interest, Clear. During an investigation of the plane's crash's aftermath, uh, FBI agents Ween and Shrek become suspicious of Alex for predicting it. After a memorial service for the victims of the crash, Todd is accidentally hung to death and Terry is hit and killed by a bus. Alex and Clear are told by the mortician working on Todd that they disrupted death's plan by getting off the plane and will soon be killed regardless. Alex determines that death is trying to claim each of the survivors in the order that they would have died on the plane crash and tries to save both Ms. Luton and Billy, but both are killed, creating additional suspicions surrounding Alex's involvement. Around this time, Alex discovers that Clear is next to be killed and rushes to save her, sacrificing himself in the process in an attempt to foil Death's plans. But he lives. He, Clear, and Carter travel to Paris to celebrate this, where Alex reveals that he's still worried that Death's plan is a little unfinished. Um, As he rushes back to the hotel, he's almost hit and killed by a bus, but Carter saves him. Only for a few minutes later, Carter to be hit and presumably killed by a falling neon sign. And then the credits roll. And then the credits roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think? Um, this is the first. This is the first movie that is not comedy. Right? <laughs> Correct. Thank you. Um, that I thought was funny. Okay. Yeah, you I laughed. You messaged me about the Shrek and Ween thing, and I did not remember that, and I had literally just finished watching it again. I was like, I didn't even, oh like, I wasn't even, the The names of the detectives was so low on my list of things to care about. <laughs> well, it would have been mine, too, if their names weren't Ween and Shrek. <laughs> I don't know why, like, in one ear, out the next. I don't. Uh, it killed me. <laughs> I've seen this. I movie. had to. I had to pause the movie. I've seen this movie like bare minimum ten times, and like I just never. I'm sorry. <laughs> was that the only part that made you laugh, or was it just a laugh riot throughout the whole thing? No, I, I laughed at just about every kill. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Harry getting hit by a bus and everybody getting splattered in the face with blood. Hilarious. That was um, that was your mean girls getting hit by a bus in a horror movie moment, huh? Exactly. Yes. That was fucking funny. Um, because I didn't see it coming and it was just like one of those like oh yeah. things, you know? You make that noise. I um, have made same that noise. with <laughs> Yeah, I know you have. Um, same with Billy getting his head like sliced in half. Iconic. Um the the la- the last two seconds of the film. Yeah. Oh my god. This was just a laugh riot. I'm worried you're yeah, a little I it was funny. desensitized. <laughs> Already. 20 movies in. They, when they first like screened this for people, they had to eventually like extend the whole Alka Seltzer scene after Terry gets hit by the bus. Because people, like, couldn't recover fast enough. Like, it was so shocking that they were oh. like, make that shit longer so we can cool down a bit. 
yeah breathe for a second oh my gosh that's funny yeah i like i wouldn't have known it was an r-rated movie unless i had looked after the fact like is it rated r yeah for what i don't even did they even say the fuck word i mean billy's death is kind of brutal the face melting is kind of brutal the the, there's a lot of blood i guess yeah it's r Hmm. but it's 2000s r so it's like yeah (laughs) today's (laughs) pg-13 Um, yeah, no, I, I, um, had a grand old time watching it. What about you? You, You've seen it a lot, so you must like it. Oh yeah. I love these movies. I think that they're ridiculous and that's what makes them so much fun. I do kind of wish, cause I get what you're saying where it's kind of comedic and like, I think they lean into that a bit more in the later movies. And I kind of wish like. I think like the first two kind of take themselves like a little more seriously than they have to. I think if they had leaned into yeah. like it and maybe been like a little bit more campy, it would have just been, but <laughs> yeah, but it's early 2000s. So, you know, you kind of have to yeah, No, <laughs> I agree. If it had been the tone of happy death day, it would have mm. been perfect. See, then I feel like it would have just been like a comedy. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I know. You only, we <laughs> already know that you don't like horror movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> no, it's not that I don't like horror movies. Well, and generally, I don't like horror comedies, but Happy Death Day was like the perfect tone. Yeah. I feel like that would have been like a little too goofy. Okay. Did you know that originally, like, the the picks for the roles of Alex and Claire were supposed to be Toby Maguire and Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yeah, a little Spider-Man action. I know. This was this was right before Spider-Man though, right? They were cast together for that after this? I think so, yeah. I don't Cute. I don't think I would have liked it as much as it was done. Nothing against them. I just can't picture them in these roles. Yeah, no. No. Um Especially after seeing Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man. I can't take him seriously after that. That's so rude. The original Spider-Mans are the best ones ever. Oh, I didn't argue that. Spider-Man 3. But. Or bust. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of the scene of him walking down the street with his fingers guns, you know? like Yeah. I can't think of those movies without thinking of... I don't know if this is even true, but I keep telling everybody it is as if I know for a fact that I was there, that it happened. But I read mm-hmm. somewhere that like Toby Maguire tried to get James Franco fired because James Franco kept call- <laughs> kept calling him Frog Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And I, I don't know, but I fucking hate James Franco. But if that's true, that's the funniest thing he's ever done. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, I don't know why. Every why time do you I hate James Franco? He just seems like such a piece of shit. Wasn't he like, he was hitting on like underage people in his classes and stuff like that. That's why like, uh, wasn't it Seth Rogen said that he'll never do a movie with him again? Which is wild. Talk about holding your friends accountable. Fuck yeah, Seth Rogen. Let's go, babe. <laughs> yeah, that. I feel like Seth Rogen probably has lower standards than a lot of people when it comes to that <laughs> i don't know seth rogan kind of seems like a cool guy to me you know well yeah no i agree he seems like a cool guy but like he seems very forgiving because he's you know a funny guy he's he's a comedian you have to be forgiving do they yeah oh comedians say horrible shit all the time some of them yeah I thought the only prerequisite is that you had to be, like, depressed to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe funny. <laughs> yeah, that's the depression part. Depression oh, okay. makes you funnier. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways. <laughs> Another tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
every once in a while, I have to just talk about a celebrity that I don't like, you know? I went on a whole Jared Leto rant. Now I'm on my James Franco. (laughs) It's just, you know. Um, (laughs) But I like, okay, so John Denver's music is played a lot throughout this movie. Mm -hmm. John Denver famously died in a plane crash. Not that long before this movie was made, actually. And uh, him and a couple other artists like were on the same plane, right? Or was that a different plane crash? I can't remember. Lots Um, of famous people die in plane crashes. Well, they fly a lot, especially musicians. True. True. Like they're flying more often than other people. Yeah. Also, side note, can we just say like, remember when Paula Abdul was like, I was on a plane crash and there's no record of it. Ever. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait, what? Paula Abdul like is adamant that she was on a plane crash that happened while she was touring. Um, but there's no record of a plane crash ever happening during that time or like where she said it happened. And so like, (laughs) no one really believes her, but I think that's amazing. Hashtag believe women. Um, (laughs) oh my God. (laughs) Look into it one time. I went down like a rabbit hole of this one night. I was like 2 a.m. and I was just like reading about Paula Abdul's plane crash. plane crash with quotes yeah like (laughs) the alleged plane crash my god um anyways that wasn't where i was going with the john denver music at all but (laughs) what i was gonna say is that i actually have a story myself about being on a plane and john denver and that is that one time i was flying and I was napping, and then I was awoken by the flight attendant saying, hey, everybody, got a surprise for you. And they had a John Denver impersonator on board, and he got up and sang the entirety of Take Me Home, Country Roads, acapella during this flight. Oh, my God. I've been on a lot of flights. Weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. That's incredible. Was he good? No, he was so flat. Me and the girl next to me were just like, is this actually fucking happening? Oh my God. It was so weird. (laughs) Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. But also, it just feels kind of inappropriate to like have John Denver songs on a plane, right? Maybe a little. After this movie, it feels inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, the main actor, mm-hmm. Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? I think so. Um, was Casper. Yeah. As a little baby. He was. So cute. <laughs> He plays a ghost, and then he plays whatever he plays, like deaths. <laughs> yeah, Kinda. deaths. Something. I think yeah. they're usually like referred to as like the visionary. Um, yeah. In this series, because there's like always one, you know. Um, Is it an anthology? No. So some of the same characters are in the movie, the second movie. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't want to like give too much away. I don't know. But yes, there is a returning character in the second one from this movie. Um, and a returning character? A one. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's definitely, like, they, in the future movies, like, they reference Flight 180 a lot. Um, It kind of becomes, like, a recurring theme of, like, oh, like, this has happened before. Like, this guy knew that this plane was going to (laughs) crash. So, like, it definitely happens. They reference it. You kind of know. Like, I think the next one happens, like, a year later. I think the third one's, like, five years after. Like, so they all do connect. It's just not. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I know the second one has like the most iconic scene out of all of them, the the logging truck or whatever. <laughs> right? Is that the second one? Yeah. 
I think the second yeah. one has like more iconic because it also has like the elevator scene if you know that I feel like a lot of people reference like the hook elevator scene and then the logging scene like those two kind of like imprinted on people's brains more than I think this one did like this one I think the plane scene is like iconic but yeah and Luton's death is pretty pretty up there but yeah, that, that was a Murphy's Law kind of thing. <laughs> Luton's death. Yeah. Was, I think that's kind of the whole vibe. Would of not this. have gotten any worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> death personified as Murphy. Oh, you want to know another fun uh, fact about this movie? Yeah. From my personal life. So when I was little, I hated scary movies. Didn't wanted nothing to do with them. Um, my sister's best friend at the time loved horror movies. So every time my sister was at her house, she watched one and she watched this movie and she came home and was like, Oh my God, Cassie, like I have to tell you about this movie. And she starts like telling me about it. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I literally told her everything that happened in the movie. And she was like, have you seen it? And I was like, no, but I just like, weird and to this day i think about that because it was definitely weird but i kind of barely remember it like my sister was like no it was freaky as shit like you were just like yeah then the plane crashes and the guy gets hung in the bathroom and she was just like oh my god the fuck? <laughs> you're the visionary it's me hi <laughs> <laughs> um i i thought like speaking of like iconic scenes mm -hmm. i thought that the I thought that Todd's death was gonna be very different than what it was oh and I thought it was gonna be a lot worse than what it was it was really? not it it had when he had those <clears throat> scissors up his nose it had the potential to be real awful true true I was real worried that he was gonna slip and fall on the scissors and his I still think his is like I mean yes it could have been worse but he is strangled for so long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which it, I guess is kind of more accurate. I feel like a lot of the times in movies, people are just like, Ugh, for like two seconds and then they're dead. And it's like, yeah, I can hold my breath for longer than that. But yeah. his was more realistic. Like, it felt like it lasted like two full minutes. Yeah, maybe. Because they, they kept giving him a little bit of hope. Yeah. Poor guy. I know. Would have been faster with the scissors. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I think it's interesting that like, because the plane crash happens and then it kind of like cuts forward to the memorial, which is 39 days after. And... I think that's interesting that like a month passes, like over a month passes before death comes back for them. Cause I don't remember it taking that long in any other movie, like in this series. I feel well, like and then it's... at the end it's six months. Right. And between... it's still after them, yeah. which that uh, without giving too much away, I feel like that does kind of happen <laughs> oh, Okay, where there's like a large break, but that's more for the dramatic, like, did they beat death? And then, yeah. Spoiler alert, they never do, but <laughs> Although, I didn't think so with five or six movies. There is kind of a debate in these movies on if there's two characters that were never proven dead. <laughs> so at least not in the actual movies. There was like a throwaway thing in like a DVD extra or something. That said it so i won't say first movie or throughout the movies throughout the movies i won't oh, say okay. which but there are two characters that like if you don't consider those dvd extras canon technically they were never said that they died so <laughs> so who knows maybe somebody well, like <laughs> it's like alex is like they never even, like, specifically said, oh, he lived. He just kind of, like, was alive. Mm. Which I thought that that was going to, like, lead to, like, 
it was a dream sequence or something and he actually did die or some shit no <laughs> fine kill all my fun no i mean i will say like alex and clear do survive the events of the first movie beyond that who's to say <laughs> i won't spoil speaking it speaking of clear yes um and thank you for not spoiling um but speaking of clear what is it with stupid ass names in horror movies Sorry to anybody named Clear Rivers. <laughs> All the clears and trees out there are just fucking pissed at you. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. If your name is Clear, your last name can't be Rivers. Why not? Isn't it kind of like, I think it rolls off the tongue. I think it's nice. Well. <laughs> that's an opinion, I suppose. Like tree, you mean Brie? Clear, you mean Claire? I'm not watching any more movies that have stupid names in them. Uh, I'm putting my foot down now. Okay, I'll go through our list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. The weird names don't bother me as much as they seem to uh, affect you but I get it I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know but anyway yeah but uh what else oh fans have theorized that uh you know the the mortician mm -hmm. William Bloodworth <laughs> is his name uh very mortician name I think I could be wrong because I, I'll be honest and say the fourth and the fifth one, I think I've seen like once each, um, but I'm pretty sure he's in every movie. Um, but he's, Is he death? So that's the theory among oh, fans. <laughs> no, that's good. Sorry. You're on the same track as a lot of people. <laughs> they think <laughs> that he's like the personification of death and that's why he knows so much about it and possible ways to beat it. Um but Tony Todd and the producers have all said, no, he's just some guy. So <laughs> I guess technically he's just some guy. Well, I mean, he, to his credit, he has a lot more experience with death than most people. Yeah. So he probably knows something else more than most people. But I also think like how much do morticians really deal with people trying to cheat death, you know? I guess that's true. Is that a lot? I'm not a mortician, so I don't know. Career change. Never too late. That's true. I don't think I could deal with the formaldehyde smell. I think you have to be elected to be mortician. Like mayor? I think so. That doesn't sound correct. <laughs> It's either mortician or mayor, coroner, coroner. Don't is it coroner? I don't know, but I know a lot of places will only take female morticians. I believe that. I wouldn't trust a man with my dead body. You shouldn't, statistically. Cor <laughs> yeah, that's why. Elected. Oh, not in Arizona. They're not. Oh, wow. Look at that location-based um, Google services. <laughs> <laughs> um, are they... Are coroners elected by state? By state? They're usually elected laypersons who may or may not have medical training, depending on local statutes. A coroner? So, yeah, Does they have may not even training? be to google oh i they don't like may that. or may not that seems not good they're lay people what? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says usually elected lay persons who may or may not have medical training they're not pathologists they contract out people 
Who knew? Not me. That's wild. Yeah, that's uh that doesn't seem like a good system. If I'm being imagine, honest. just like Yeah, like you or me, just one day you're a coroner. My my worst fear is somebody being elected. Well, maybe it's not a fear. Because <laughs> they're they're probably a better choice than most. But somebody being elected off of a viral social media campaign alone. That just does not sit right with me. Isn't that basically just Donald Trump? Well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, just... honestly. And look at how that worked out for us. Yeah. Um, but imagine just like <laughs> you or I being fun and, and, and having a good time and, and making a TikTok. Like, elect us for coroner. We don't have any medical training. I don't think I... we have to decide how people died. Yeah. I don't think I'd be a good coroner. I think I'd be a good president. Oh, okay. I'd vote for you. Thank you. I'd vote for anybody <laughs> that is not currently the people running. <laughs> Any of them. Honestly, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> we have a pool of people that if they're elected, we're moving to Canada. Oh, okay. Is it just anyone? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> November 2024, peace out, America. Bye. <laughs> All downhill from here. Honestly, everything's been going downhill since Harambe. I'll die on the that hill. That was the timeline. Yeah, I'll die that's... on the hill that that's when we entered the bad timeline. Yeah. If we hadn't killed Harambe, everything would be fine right now. I, I'm fucking certain. Correct. You're correct. Thank you. <laughs> Um, anyways. What else? What are we talking about? What movie did we watch? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, one, one thing that I thought was interesting, uh, while I was watching the movie, uh, I should have talked about this a long time ago. It would have flowed a lot, but we got through it. That's all right. Prombe. Um, I was like, oh my God, did they like actually put jet fuel on the top of the ocean and light it on fire and then put boats around it? And like, what the hell? Like these scenes are so like meticulously done that's footage of a real plane crash yeah yikes yeah flight 800 exploded in the late 90s interesting enough it was also carrying a high school french club is that how they got the idea of the movie i don't think so i don't know because this started like this was originally written to be an episode of the x-files and that's then right yeah and then uh, James Wong and someone else were on like they were working on X-Files and they read it and they were like bro this should be like a full movie <laughs> they literally yeah. said that bro this should be a full movie and then um, <laughs> word for word yeah I was there and then <laughs> but yeah I, I, and then it, that's how it kind of evolved I think they kind of helped write it into a full length movie so I don't know if they like borrowed from that at all. Um, but yeah. Bad. I know. It was like investigated too because they weren't sure if it was like an intentional explosion or not. But it was. Yeah, I'm sure it was. It wasn't. Not. No, I mean, I'm sure it was investigated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not intentional. <laughs> they were like, yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, investigated, investigated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planes don't usually just explode, so but it was ruled yep. a mechanical failure. So the, the FAA like investigates pilots if they like gain weight. What? You just like have a bad year and all of a sudden you're being investigated. <laughs> Not even that, like it doesn't have to be a bad year to gain weight, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah, it, it's I'm exaggerating, but like literally pilots have to weigh themselves before they get on their plane or their helicopters at least because my husband's a pilot my husband's a helicopter pilot he's got his, his helicopter pilot's license interesting he was telling me how like every single time he would get in his helicopter he had to weigh himself and then offset his weight with fuel on the opposite side of the helicopter mm, i guess um, that does make sense especially with a helicopter because it it's smaller yeah so I'm exaggerating slightly, but like 
the FAA. So that was a and lie. Uh, <laughs> an exaggeration. Um, anyway, they mean business. Yes, they do. They were originally going to just title this movie Flight 180. And then I thought they were going to call it like oh, Here Comes Death God or something. No, I think that's like a translation. Like, I think if you tr- the translated title in another country is that. Um, okay. But no, they were going to just name it Flight 180. And then it was around the time that like Air Force One and movies like that were coming out. And they were like, we don't want people to think that this is just like about a plane. <laughs> it's not that type of movie so they just changed it to final destination which i like uh which katie (laughs) messaged me as soon as she started it and just said oh final destination like a plane not like hell (laughs) yeah yeah so much more sense yeah the final Destination. if i had made that connection i might have made i might have been a little closer yeah then Everybody has to escape Earth to go to Mars or something. I don't even remember what I said. You were very convinced it was a zombie movie. I, 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 yes. Yeah. It's not, not even a little bit. No, it sure isn't. Yeah, Michelle, like, messaged me after. Maybe she said it after we, like, stopped recording. It was just like, how do you keep a straight face when she says things like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, was there anything that you didn't like about it? Um, I mean, not really. Like, there wasn't anything, like, super glaring. Like, there, it, I mean, maybe, like, some tone adjustments, but, I mean, that's just getting really nitpicky. I said that I wouldn't mind it having the tone of, like, Happy Death Day, making it, like, a full-blown comedy because it was making me laugh. But it's probably a me problem, not a the movie problem. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think I, I don't want it to be a full-blown comedy, but I think if they maybe didn't take themselves as seriously, um, it would have been like a little bit better. But I do love this movie. Like, it's stupid and it's ridiculous, but like, it's so much fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think not so much in this one. At, more so in the later ones like it gets a little like ridiculous <laughs> you really have to start suspending your belief a lot for some of it um but I think at the time I mean I know that like this movie did maybe like borrow some ideas from some older older movies um I think there was a movie called Soul Survivor that was kind of like a similar concept where like this woman survives a plane crash and then the people from the crash come after her to like reclaim her. Um, Ew. So I think like there's stuff like that, but I'd never seen anything like that. So when I watched this, I was like, this is wildly original, <laughs> like such a different concept. Like it's like a teen slasher, but without an actual slasher, <laughs> like it's just like mm-hmm. something coming for people. And I feel like that doesn't happen a lot. It's, Usually there's, like, a person or an entity coming after people, whereas this one's, like, a little bit less clear. Um, I mean, it is death, but it's kind of an unseen entity. Um, But, yeah, I just think that they're so much fun. I have a friend whose mom hates horror movies. She loves these movies. (laughs) I think they're so much fun. (laughs) They are. Oh, this one is. I don't know about the other ones yet. I think the first one and the second one... Third one's, like, acceptable because Chris Lemke's in it. We already know from oh. Ginger Snaps that I'm, I've got a little crush on him, so. Yeah. Man, I haven't heard that name in a long time. I know. He plays a little goth boy. Aw. <laughs> boy, he was, like, 30 uh, when he filmed that. <laughs> still. Um, uh, so... I'm sad you haven't seen Lost. Oh, sorry. A lot of Lost. Um, like, a lot of inspiration, I think, for Lost was pulled from this movie. Like, Really? Yeah. Oh, there's a plane there's, crash, I guess. The whole show is about a plane crash, indeed. Um, and it's about the survivors of the plane crash. Mm-hmm. And why they didn't die. 
and what is trying to kill them and how it's not really human. It's not really a monster. Like, what is it? I don't mean to like spoil loss, but weren't they just dead the whole time? Isn't that why everybody hated the ending? Not exactly. So they were just dead the whole time. <laughs> no, that's a theory. That's one of the theories. So they didn't even straight out say? No, didn't I tell you about my journal of unanswered lost questions? <sighs> no. <laughs> yeah, so I have watched Lost at least four times, if not more. Uh, one of the times I watched it, probably like three three times it, two or three times it. It wasn't my second time, so probably my third time watching it. Um, I wrote down questions that I had while watching the show and crossed them off as they were answered. Pages and pages and pages of questions, like like relevant unanswered questions to the plot. Not like, oh, why did this person have green shoes? Like relevant to the plot question. Yeah, like why was there a unanswered. polar bear? They just never talked exactly. about it. Exactly. That's what lost exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> No pun intended. Lost. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember watching like the first season of it and then that like there was a polar bear and then they just never mentioned it again. And I just remember looking at my mom. I was like fucking 12. And I was like, this isn't for me, mom. I got to go. <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. I need answers. <laughs> I think that the reason that I gravitated towards it so much is because it was like the first like even remotely scary thing I ever watched. Hmm. That's fair. No. Yeah. And I enjoyed it a lot for that reason. Cause it was spooky and different than anything I'd ever watched before. I like it. You should try it again as an adult. I'm okay. Um, Ugh. thanks. <laughs> you literally <laughs> just said you have pages and pages of unanswered questions. I can't do that to myself. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't watch it. It does for me. Lots of people like it. And lots of people don't. More people like it. But actually, there's like some controversy right now, like literally like today, of like um, how like working conditions on the set of the show. Oh, so much bad. so that a, yeah, there's a documentary being created right now. That's like for charity, the documentary is being created. They had to stop it because they were getting so much backlash. Yeah, it's wild. Some book was published with some secrets about the working conditions and it's just been like awful. So yep. anyway, another tangent. Yeah, you know us. Mm -hmm. Well, how scary did you think it was? zero one i suppose not scary at all Fair. like literally i think towards the beginning of this experiment like a movie like this where well not, i shouldn't even say a movie like this because like there's there's some like scary themes i guess but they just didn't bother me but like a few movies ago, if it was just gore that made the film horror, I would have put some some like scary points on it. But it just gore's just not scaring me anymore. It doesn't it doesn't scare me. I'm becoming immune. Wow. And it only took you mm -hmm. like what, 25, 26 episodes? <laughs> yep. I like it. Yeah. yeah I also You also it. give it a one? Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie is a romp. It's so much fun. I think like, and again, there's like death scenes in the second one that I think traumatized a generation. Like anybody who watched the second one will never drive behind a logging truck because like we just know that that's not safe. <laughs> so like, yeah. Or the elevator scene. Like there's things in the second one where it's like they stuck with you a little bit more. Whereas in this yeah. one, I, I don't remember ever like. being that traumatized by it mm. so yeah this one's a one for me okay. Same thing. uh was it fucked up at all no <laughs> i gave it a one i feel like it's not like again it's just pretty standard stuff for like horror movies there wasn't a lot of like 
super crazy things. That, I mean, like, it's crazy things that happen because it's so ridiculous, but not in, like, a... Yeah. Holy shit, that's fucked type of way, you know? Yeah. I I gave it a one and a half just because of, like, the Murphy's Law of it all. Like, yeah. anything that could go wrong did. That's fair. But, yeah. Other than that, like, been there, seen that. <laughs> yeah. What about sexy? Eh. <laughs> it wasn't sexy. It was fun. Yeah. Did you think it was sexy? No, I give it a 1.5 just because it's like, you know. Like death as a concept is kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Like the character of death? <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, okay. And I don't know why, but I'm kind of like an Allie Larder fan. Even though I'm pretty sure, like, I have seen her in, like, this movie and then, like, that movie with Beyonce that she did. <laughs> it's like, what? It's bad. Don't watch it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know why. I think it's just because of this movie. Because I was like, if I was in high school, like, I'd probably be Claire. You know, I was like a little weirdo, too. You even say Claire when you say clear. Like, Claire. <laughs> her name should just be Claire. All right. I'm sorry that that name happened to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, I, did, I didn't recognize anybody from this movie except Detective Ween. You didn't, he's in he's in comedies i'm just what do you mean you don't know sean william scott i don't understand how you don't know who that is who billy got his head chopped off oh no okay you're right you're right he's he, he's in like dude where's my car yes yeah okay no i do know him too okay you're right you're right you're right um him and him and detective ween and I know the name Shrek. There you go. Can you imagine? But if I it didn't was know just the Shrek? actor. Ten out of ten movie. If Shrek That's was in it. perfect. <laughs> Shrek horror movie, live action Shrek. Shrek remake live action horror movie. That would be terrible, and you know it. Well, a lot of horror movies are, and we still enjoy them. So true, bestie. I think being a fan of horror just means watching a lot of really bad movies. But there's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch bad movies. Yeah. All right. We haven't we haven't had a lot of bad movies though. I mean, when I was putting this together, right? Like this was this all started my list began because you had said I want to get into horror movies. Like, what should I watch? So I started to put together a list. And originally I was ranking it based on like least to most scary, like all that kind of stuff. And I was basically putting this all together. And then we decided to do a podcast and I just converted that list into this schedule. So like, I wasn't putting a lot of movies that like I thought were terrible on there because I wanted you to get into horror movies. Like that was yeah. the whole plan. So I think eventually we should start doing some real clunkers, but like, <laughs> yeah, I agree because it worked. I'm into it now. I just want to watch all of them. Yeah, see how that works. Um, overall, what did you think? Three and a half. Did you get a three and a half? <laughs> oh my, my heart kind of said four, but. <laughs> But I think realistically, it's a three and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, there, there, not a whole lot I would change about it. It just like co compared to all the other movies that we've seen, you know, three and a half. It's still a good movie. I like it. Yeah. I mean, like, I know that this isn't the greatest movie in the world. And critics fucking hated this movie. Oh, yeah. But like, I don't get it. They're so much fun to watch. Like. If we could all just decide that, like, movies don't have to be masterpieces sometimes, they can just be, like, a fun time. Yeah. I think we'd all like a lot more movies. <laughs> Which I feel like in 2000, that was kind of the vibe. 
Yeah. Like, movies didn't have to be masterpieces. So, like, why were critics so fucking upset? It's because her name is clear. You know, in all of the critic reviews, that never came up. But maybe okay. secretly, Sad. they were holding on to that. Um, It's one of the few franchises, I guess, I don't know if it's horror franchises or franchises in general, that the score, the critic score increases as the movie, as there's more movies released. Really? Like two has a higher score than one and three has a higher score than two. Honestly, that really three has a higher score than two. Supposedly. That I don't agree with. Two having a higher score than one. Maybe. The second one's good. (laughs) All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Why couldn't you just take me to RottenTomatoes.com, you stupid hoe? Oh, God. I hate Google. <laughs> um, okay. Typing it in again. Um, I can just tell you. No, I want to look it up myself. Okay. <laughs> I already got it. So <laughs> let me know. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Final Destination okay, 2 do. has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Final Destination 3 and- has a 43%. Oh, so I don't even see. Down. I don't even see a score on Final Destination 3. Really? Yeah, there's no critic score. It's just audience score, 57. Oh, if you go to, like, like on Google, it'll say on the side, like, the IMDb and then the Rotten Tomatoes rating is marked as a 43%. Oh, weird. I don't know. You know, the first one, 36%. The second one, 48%. Um... Five is fresh, 62%. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely agree that four is the weakest. It's got the lowest. Yeah, four is definitely the weakest. I could see why critics like called. the fifth one. Why? Oh, I can't say. Otherwise, it'd be kind of a spoiler, but. Oh, okay. Like, I get it. I get it. But I kind of disagree. I think the first and the second ones are, like, real good. Third one's 36%? But Wild to me that it's only 36%. I know. My audience is like it? Hold on, let me look. Not really. <laughs> 68. 68. All right, that's, that's fine. <laughs> it's not bad, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's not so bad. Well, would you survive? Uh, no. <laughs> hmm? Big surprise, um, big surprise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of the survival is happening because the characters were like quick on their feet fast moving mm-hmm. rescued by other characters yeah it's not me it couldn't be me you don't think you could get saved by someone else i don't think anybody would save me i would save you oh thank you um <laughs> i'm still dead though yeah <laughs> yeah um um are you living Uh, see it's hard to say because i know more about the series than you do right so it's hard like can i take into account things that i know from other movies or not like do i have to just look at this movie and say would i survive this movie alone (sighs) this movie alone i mean technically I was in this, if this movie happened to me when I was in high school, it would have been post 9-11 and that plane would have never taken off in the first place. So I would have never even known that Alex was right. <laughs> I would have never believed him. True. But we'll say in the context of this, I was in there, even though I'm, I could see myself being a clear in this situation because I think even though I don't really believe in all that. I was a little bit more receptive to it in high school. 
And also, I think if I saw the plane explode after he had said it was gonna, I might be like, ooh, I'll hear you out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna say no. Because I think it would have been very exhausting and... Although, I don't know, I don't know. There's things that happen in future movies where I'm kind of like, maybe I would. <laughs> I think I would have made some so, different choices. <laughs> for me, it's like, nail in the coffin is that everybody got on the plane at the beginning. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm on a plane, I'm knocking myself out. I have already taken <laughs> a f an entire Xanax. Yeah. Sometimes one and a half. And a Benadryl and anti nausea medicine. Mm -hmm. So I'm asleep and no fight in the aisle is going to wake me up. You would have never even so gotten off the plane. I would have never even known it was exploding. <laughs> I'd be dead. All right. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Let alone how slow I am and how I have very few people that will save me. That's not true. I'm just dead. <laughs> what do you mean? If you were in this type of situation, I think you'd, you know. People would save you so that you could save them. You know what I mean? It's like. And also Look so that there's other people cushioning your spot, you know. If you're alive, yeah, that true. means I got one more until death comes for me. So <laughs> That's true. Very true. That's fair. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we both die. Yeah. But it's Thanks a romp. Thanks for me. <laughs> yes. Certified romp. Certified romp. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, it's not a slog. Romp <laughs> versus slog. This one's a romp. It's a romp. We need, we need like a axes, you know? Like, it's like a romp and a slog, and then there has to be, like, two other ones, and we can start placing movies on. What would they be? I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Oh, you can't hear this, but my dog's having a little dream. A little dream? Yeah, she's making little woof, woof, woof noises in her sleep. Wow. Yeah. What a great note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> What's next week? Next week is a movie you've actually already seen. So it's Zombie Land. Zombie Land? Yep. <laughs> More zombie movies. More zombie movies. Cool. All right. Well, I don't have to guess what happens because I know. Yeah, you already know. But. Bye. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about the 2009 zombie comedy film Zombieland. We hope to see you then. Bye. <laughs>